Today on the AWC Podcast, we're talking about The Employee Trap by Bobby Walker, and this is from the March 2021 issue of the American Window Cleaner Magazine. Thanks for spending some time with me today. As you know, the AWC Podcast highlights a different article straight from the American Window Cleaner Magazine. And if you aren't getting your monthly magazine mailed to your door, just go to awcmag.com forward slash sub to get yours now. Every issue has loads of articles, reviews, pictures, and of course, the famous everywhere on the internet sticker sheet uh, in every issue of the magazine. So make sure to go get yours. Now go to uh, awcmag.com forward slash sub. Well, today we are talking all about the employee trap. Now, this article is from the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bobby Walker, an awesome, awesome dude, and this is a great, great article. If you are hiring or if you've never hired, either way, this is really, really important. A lot of times we don't quite understand that the hiring part of all of this is extremely hard. A lot of us who have been in the game for a while, or if you're running multiple employees, you know that this is going to be the hardest part of your job forever. It's always the hardest part. It's hiring your employees. It's keeping your employees. It's doing all of the things that your employees need just to have them, not even keeping them. He says, we've all seen it. We've all probably experienced it. At some time, someone poses the question, what is your biggest challenge in business? Almost every response is getting employees. And it really, really is. I'm telling you, no matter how big you get or what you do, employees are always the hardest because employees don't care about this business like you do. They just don't, right? I mean, think about it. This is your baby, right? When you start a business, you have to feed it everything. Otherwise, it dies. You have to just watch it at all times. Eventually, it's a toddler. It starts doing its own thing. But you still have to be making sure it stays in the right path. Eventually, it becomes a teenager and you don't like it anymore. That's the seven-year itch. If you haven't gotten there yet, be ready for that. And then eventually, if this is your life plan, you have to give that business off to somebody else. It's going to be sold off or it's going to be given to one of your family members. That's like your kid getting married off, right? It's still your baby, but it's somebody else's now. Somebody else is worrying about it and dealing with it and dealing with the day-to-day, right? That is a business. But as an employee, it's just a job. They love you because you sign the checks. I've had people who I thought were just good friends. They'll be friends forever, And then they no longer work at the company and I never speak to them ever again. Or I have people turn, flip the script, and turn into the biggest jerks I've ever met in my life. It's like, what? How are you the same person? He says, finding good employees is hard. It's just a fact. On top of the fact that it's hard to find good people, it also requires a lot of hard work digging through resumes calling the ones you like, getting answers from 95% of those and not actually liking 50% of the ones that do answer, setting interviews, 
for the rest, 70% of those people not even showing up for the interviews. This is the plight. I mean, this is, this is, if you've done this, I could remember the last time that I had interviews and uh, I ended up booking 12 interviews for the next day. This is the first batch. I did a bunch of phone interviews, of course. I uh, didn't like everybody, but out of that, I picked the people I really thought were going to do something. Schedule 12 of them every 15 minutes because I thought, oh, well, probably one or two won't show up. I had literally one person show up. One person show up. They got a ride from their cousin. They didn't even own a vehicle. They told me they had a vehicle. They told me they have a driver's license on the interview the day before, and I found out that they didn't even have a driver's license. They didn't have a vehicle. They didn't have any of that, and they said they misunderstood the question. <sighs> this is hiring. Hiring is just one of those things that's just so absolutely hard. It's incredibly hard. He said that he saw other businesses that had a good culture, good employees, and leaders that could effectively delegate their team, unlike himself. And that's the big problem. You look at all this stuff and go, ah, man, I got, I got great guys. I got a great guy who runs a show. I don't have to be there. I uh, just make sure everything happens. It's really, really uh, the way to go. But here's the thing. When you are firing or hiring employees, you're going to be finding a lot of garbage. These nets that we put out there are going to be catching everything in the sea, and it's your job to find what is actually worth it. There's a lot of stuff out there that just isn't isn't awesome. He said that today I'm having a vastly different experience with my small home service business, and everything has changed. And here's a few really kind of key things. If you don't know who Dan Plata is, also author of the American Window Cleaner magazine, he's a journalist for that. Uh, he is uh, owner of one of the companies called um, Blue Skies uh, uh, Recruiting, and that's what they do. They find employees. They take care of the headaches. He says in the first part of this, he says, my buddy Dan Plata says ABC. He says, always be crouton. I say the ABH. ABH, it's up on our walls. ABH, always be hiring. The problem is, is that when you have somebody who doesn't, they don't live your business like you, they're going to leave it eventually. If they leave your business, the big thing is, is that they're going to leave you high and dry. I've had people who have worked for me for six years, literally come in one day, say, hey, I got another job. I said, man, I didn't even know you were, uh, you were looking. Oh, yeah, I've been looking for quite a while. I said, yeah, you, you didn't even tell me. I said, you didn't even tell me. You're just kind of dropping this two weeks notice on me? He, no, no, no. I can't do two weeks notice. They need me to start uh, on Monday. This was a Friday. I said, so you're going to finish the rest of the day? He goes, well, I don't see the point in finishing the rest of the day. I said, well, we got jobs today. Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. That was it. Like, you have to have people on standby. Because as soon as somebody decides to leave... You have to have somebody else coming in. It's just the fact of the matter. You just, you have to, you have to be ready for it. He said that in this, he says that Dan says it's important that we recruit before we need to. We just need to do it. That's, that's the big thing. We have to do it. You have to have these people waiting in the wings for when it's time to pull the trigger. 
Another one he says is sell your company. And he's not talking about selling your company as in this is the end of the journey. But you have to sell your company to people. He says that many of us make the mistake of posting an ad that reads something like, you know, hard work in the elements, six days a week, decent pay, must pass drugs. The big thing about that is it's an ad that looks like you're not going to be a fun company to work for anyway. You're not attracting the right people. If you post an ad to sell your company, you're selling it to people who may be above the caliber of person you would normally get. And they're out there, and it feels like sometimes you can't get those people, but you sure can. I've had some amazing people. I know you've had some amazing people that you've hired, but you have to find them. The big thing is is that we need employees more than an employee needs us. We really do. The thing is, is that if I have an employee, right, they can go and find another job somewhere else. They'll even collect unemployment. The government literally will pay them if they lose their job. What happens if we lose an employee? We have to go and spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to hire somebody else. The training, everything that goes with it. It is a huge thing. So we have to find the right people right out of the gate. And we're selling. Why do they want to work with us? I would always do a big uh, interview. We would talk to the person. If I liked them, I'd say, hey, before you say anything, let me show you our facility. Let me talk you through some of the guys, see some of the stuff. Let's just go through everything so you can kind of see what it is we do here. And I'd show them our break room and our ping pong tables and everything else. And I would sell the experience. I'd say, man, this is a great place to work. Everybody that works here has been here a really long time. Uh, it's just, it's a really good culture. And I would sell it to them because if they're on the fence, I need them to be on the team. And that's the big, big thing that a lot of people kind of forget. They think, well, this guy needs me. He, he, he's got to get his, uh, his money from me. If I don't pay him, he's not going to. They're just going to go somewhere else. The number three in this article, he says that you have to stop asking technical questions. Let's face the facts. A trained monkey can do the work of a technician in our industry. Now, he does go on to say a little bit exaggerated, but I mean, that's really the, the thing. Anybody can learn to do what we do. Now, I personally would almost argue that fact because I've had somebody who uh, he was uh, just at 5.0 feet tall, and it just wasn't for him. Uh, everything was a pole. It just took him so long. I mean, everything was very... It was, it was a taller person's kind of job, and he didn't like it. And uh, we talked about it, and he decided he didn't want to do it any longer. I completely understand that. But for the most part, anybody can do what we do. You don't have to know what it is we do before we do it. You just don't. And a big problem that a lot of us kind of actually fall into is, is that we want to ask people all of the questions right out of the gate. And say, hey, we'd love to give you an interview, but have you ever squeegeed? What about a ladder? Do you know what hydrophilic, hydrophobic means? Do you... The big thing is we can train people. Training the simple is easy. Training the hard, hey, can you talk to people? Are you customer service oriented? Are you a hard worker? All of those things are not things that we really will know right out, right out of the gate. Ask the basic questions to make sure they can physically complete all the work, endure the elements, work a required amount of time, but stop with that. He says that some of the characteristics to learn about an applicant 
are more important? Do they have a great work ethic? Do they have that victim mentality or are they a team player? What we need to do is actually ask the right questions, find out the right things. That way we're finding the right person right out of the gate. I know a lot of people say, uh, I'm trying to find somebody who's got some uh, window cleaning experience. Window cleaning experience is a, is a good thing. I don't want to have to teach them that. I want them to actually know. Well, you're more worried about trying to make money right away over the fact that you're trying to find the right people. I mean, the real truth of the matter is we're not going to make money right away. If you hire somebody who is uh, a window cleaner, has been a window cleaner, has cleaned windows forever, and now they're coming to your window cleaning company, why did they leave the other company? Was there an issue? Are they not able to work with people? Should they really be a business owner, not a business worker? That's the big thing. You have to find the person that fits your position. You really do. He goes on, he says, here's a few good questions to sprinkle in to get these answers. And, and again, get your hands on a copy of the American Window Cleaner magazine. You can go to the site right now and buy this back issue if you haven't gotten it already, but get a subscription. These are things that uh, this magazine is absolutely amazing for. But here are some, some questions. He says, tell me about a time that you were taken advantage of uh, any time in your career, basically. What time do you wake up on days you don't work? What do you do in your free time? Tell me about that time that you messed up. You got reprimanded at work. Tell me how you responded to it and how you fixed it. And what's your ideal job? These are some of the questions that really get to the bottom of who the person is, and that's what you really need to do. You need to find the right person for the job. He said, I wish I could keep going, but we can only fit so many words on this page. This is a good start. That's really, really where the article is. We get a lot more from Bobby Walker on different articles. So like I said, this is from the March issue of the American Window Cleaner magazine. I'm telling you, if you have not gotten your hands on the magazine, do it. Having a paper magazine that you can scroll through is absolutely amazing. The stickers are pretty darn snazzy too. <laughs> but about everything, the window cleaning stickers come out every single month. You get it shipped to your door, so why not get it? It's American Window Cleaner Magazine. awcmag.com forward slash sub. Get it. And uh, I will be absolutely happy if you do. So please do let me know. Uh, but thanks for watching, and we'll talk to you again.